This is the Takeover King. My name is Just Blaze. And right now, you're about to get into Fan Bros. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of transforming things, movie things, Star Wars things, Robocop things, Predator things, Webster Hall things, Tatiana King things, Ben Hameen things. We're going to talk about all things that are things. Tune in. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. the Butcher of Names, also known as the Kevin Bacon of the internet, the William Shatner of hip-hop, and DJ Scroll. <laughs> I am joined in the studio tonight on Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek by Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Herd Spaceship, also known as Black Russian and the Black Rogue. What's up? Not rap game Arya Stark. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to lower it because like you guys keep arguing about how long my intros are. So I mean, I'm trying to temper like it. 20 minutes, so. I could look. I could do we this could forever. Intro you all night. I yes. could do this forever, but yeah. All right, and as you've already heard, we have a very special guest in it's the building. Very special tired guest. Very special tired guest. <laughs> yes, I'm exhausted. Oh man. I just came out of like an eight-hour marathon. The life of a super producer, Just Blaze, is in the building. Yeah! All right, all right, all right. Just golf claps, please. golf claps, golf claps. Yeah, we need to. You got to get a Star Trek name, Justin. Yeah, we all have to talk to him. He, what? You're, you're the William Shatner of hip hop. Yep. I'm the her of the uh, Fanbro spaceship. What are you? I would be Worf. Don't we already? We already, we already got a Worf, though, don't we? You already got a Worf? We don't have a Worf. We don't have a security no, officer. We don't have a security officer. We don't have an Worf. All right. Yes. Nice. Security yes. officer Worf is in the building. <laughs> yes, sir. Just Blaze is here. Rap game Michael Dorn. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Fan Bros Show. A lot of stuff to talk about tonight. How's everybody doing out there in the internets? I know I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, we said that before. Yes, I know, <laughs> I'm saying it again. I'm tired. <laughs> Emphasizing. I'm doing points. this, and then I'm going back home to go to sleep for like two hours. Thank and, you. And then off to rock the party tonight or exactly. studio sessions. Yeah, just all oh. kind of. Yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, we don't do much. I don't do much. Nah, I don't do much. Fan Bros Show, how's everybody doing? I think I've already said that. Uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who's been commenting on fanbros.com. Yes. All the articles that are popping over there. Yes. Looking really good. Uh, any articles that struck your fancy this week? Yes. <laughs> I just want to sound like that. That's okay. That, see, this is what I'm talking about. See, these guests that, yeah. that come in here and take disrupting over. and, you know, just taking over, but it's good. My. Uh, one of my favorite new articles is actually from one of our new writers, Aisha Elaine. She wrote about um, X Men and the f- and and is it not inclusive of other races? So. Yes, I haven't and, seen that. And, and, and of gender, you haven't seen a new one? No, uh-huh. I, I'm 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 a failing geek right now. Yeah, I have not seen X Men. I have not seen Spider Man. Uh, nobody saw Spider-Man. I haven't seen Spider-Man. Yeah, so you're okay. With I heard that. it kind of tanked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Ooh. I heard it was kind of terrible. Yeah, kind of bad. Yeah, I don't know. Poor Peter. <laughs> well, at least he, at, at least he's back. We got um ASM number one back. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. we got one point one. Yep. I haven't read uh two yet. I haven't. I read one. Yeah, I read one, and I think I read one point one, but I haven't read two either. But yeah. I like it. But you know. 
Um, just uh, I don't I don't mean to hijack you guys. No, go ahead. You know, this is what you do, Justin. Yes, you do this, it well. This, this is what yeah. I do. Yes. Um, for the past I don't know was it a year and a half or yep. two years that it's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very upset. Or initially, I was very upset. Okay, so for the fan bros who don't know, let them know. Uh, for the last two years, Otto Octavius. For the last for the last two years, or or you know, to take some. Yep. Doctor Octopus has been posing as Spider Man. His brain is in Peter Parker's body. Yes, right. and that's the only time that I get. The only time that I get to read it is when I'm on a plane. Okay. And every month, I'm like, "When are they just gonna bring him back? Because they have to bring him back." Mm-hmm. And they finally did, and I like the way they did it. And I actually read um, an article where it wasn't was it Dan Slot who was writing that Dan Slot, yep. Where he had to apologize for knowing all along that they were going to bring him right back. Yeah. But um, he couldn't acknowledge it. And me as a long time reader, I'm like, this is what they do. They kill characters off. They bring them back. They bring them back yeah. They've never done this um, to this degree with a no. character of that Stature, magnitude. Yeah. yeah. But um. I'm I'm reading it like they're gonna bring him back. Just it kind of almost felt like a like a circle jerk, or it was just like just just bring him back. <laughs> See, I didn't read the main one, but like I liked his appearances, like Avengers, the right. the Otto Spider Man, because he was straight ass. Yeah, you know, and so I liked him in that, but I didn't read his main title. But now he he's got Otto. so much to deal with. Like Peter Parker wakes up one day back in his body, and he's like dating a little person. Yeah. So she is supposed to be a little person. Yeah, she's a little person. Okay, I just thought she was mad short. No, no, she's a little person. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And he's like running, he has his own enterprise. Yep. Uh, what is it, Parker Industries yeah, or something like that? Yeah, like some like type that. of, yeah. So it's 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 interesting, don't get me wrong. Yep. It's just one of those things where I'm just like, oh. can we just get back to the, I just want, you know what, I want to see Spider-Man be happy. That's never going to happen, though. That's, like part, that's like, it's like part of his character. But my thing is, is like at a certain point, Marvel, just make him happy. Nah. No. Give nah. him happiness. Teen angst sells books. Even if it's not, you know, well, even if he's thing, not a teenager. I, I'm not about to say he's not even a teenager anymore. <laughs> no. But I've bought enough books where I just want, as a grown man. Yeah. And as somebody now in their 30s. Yeah. I just want to see him happy. Mm. And I know it'll never happen. But it kind of frustrated me after a certain point where I was like, yo, just let him have a couple of years of banging Mary Jane from the back. <laughs> See, he had those years though. They got married, no, but no, but and then they wiped never, all that out. But he never banged her. F- like let let him have <laughs> really something different. Yeah, let him have two years where like Black Cat comes over, Felicia Hardy comes over, Mary Jane is there. She's with it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in Just Blaze comics, Marvel. Wow, that would be know. the best issue ever. But what? yeah, that's Come not on. not gonna happen. No, no, it's not gonna happen. But imagine what that issue would sell. Oh, Black Cat walks in the door. Mary Jane is like, "All right, I'm with it." <laughs> you just hit the jackpot, you Tiger. Yeah, I'm you hit, with it. You hit the jackpot, Tiger. Yeah, twice. I'm with it. Yeah. Two hilarious. times. That's hilarious. Oh man, this just seemed like a shameless plug because of what happened on the internet today. But you should check out uh, Robert Kirkman's Invincible. Oh, I love Invincible. Oh, okay then. There we go. I've been following <laughs> it since issue one. Thank you. I think they're on like what one? One eighteen now. Is it 118? Yeah, and they've had some, 117 with some major, major well, changes. Well, I know like, the last one that I read was um his pop. Oh, what happened? Um, have you read? Oh, no. Angstrom Levy, or Levy, yeah, I don't know how you yeah, pronounce it. Yep. Yeah. 
pulled the bull, pulled the BS that he did. Yeah. So now Invincible wants to kill him. Yep. And he did it, and his wife is pissed at him. Yeah. Okay. And, and then. Yeah. And, and then, then his man, um, who has the suit, robot, robot. or whatever. Robot. Yeah. Now he's on some BS. No, I, I'm, I'm okay. Up, okay. I'm so kind yeah, of up yeah, 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 yeah. So you're not a failing geek then, because if you're up to date on that, then there we go. You know, Invincible is dope. Man. Invincible is dope. Saga's dope. Yes. Um, I've been actually. Because Dark Horse has lost their uh, Spider-Man license, I've been trying to keep up on that because this is the end of their run. Wait, Dark Horse lost their what license? Their Star Wars license. Oh, Star Wars. Okay, yeah, they yeah, lost yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So I've been trying to keep up on that because I want to see how they wrap things up. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, my plane rides when I'm going from this country to that country. Allow me to stay, <laughs> they allow me to stay up to date. <laughs> I'm a touring geek. I'm a nice. touring failing geek. Definitely, but no, yeah. Uh, Robert Kirkman tweeted me today because I was I was trying to explain to him about how I lost my entire collection of The Walking Dead. I had invaluable. Say word, bruh. Invaluable, dude. It, How'd you lose it? You know when that I had that incident, you know, overseas and mm-hmm. had a little problem. <laughs> well, my whole I had a storage space, all my records, and I mean, yeah. You lost all your records? Oh yeah. I'm, oh my god! Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I I can relate to that. Yeah. My um, excuse me, my, my mom's um, the house that I grew up in. At one point, it was mandated by law that we had to um, or that all houses, at least in my area or the area that I grew up in, had to um, what did they have to do? They had to convert their uh, asbestos, oh, the fuse boxes to circuit breakers. Mm-hmm. We still had fuse boxes. Yeah, my house was built, you know, yeah, a long I time remember. ago. Yeah, definitely. So, moms had to clear out the basement. So she put all of my childhood records, which was about seven thousand records, in storage. <laughs> and um, one, but here's actually how I realized it. Um, and this is relatable to fan bros. There was a point before Transformers became cool again. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm the Megatron Don. That yeah. was mm-hmm. what I did. Mm-hmm. So when I first started traveling overseas, I would go to all the local uh, nerd stores, basically, and buy uh, whatever G1 Transformers they had. Mm. So I had, like, a mint Jetfire. I had a mint Soundwave with the... F- the, the Japanese version with the uh with the foam headphones. What? I didn't even know about what? that. Yeah, I had no. I had an original, and this is what hurts the most. I had an original um mint, never opened, Diaclone. Diaclone was Transformers before they became Transformers. Mm. I had a Diaclone Megatron that actually shot the fake plastic bullets. I want to say I remember that. I didn't know it was called Diaclone, but I was, remember, cool. yeah, yeah, I remember I the first. Cause I remember the first time I saw Transformers and stuff on the shelves, and I think I remember there was a gun right. before it. Yeah. So there was the Diaclone wow. Megatron. I had all, and that was brand new, never opened in the box. So one Christmas, my, my mother, um, I I used to be a hoarder, mm-hmm. got rid of that, but my mother is where I got that from. Mm-hmm. But her thing was always, it wasn't like a habitual thing. It was always, these toys are going to be worth money one day. Yeah. So you can't open them. So, like, my my sister to this day still has an, an original Wicked Ewok in the box. Ah. Uh, never wow. opened. She still has, like, the Holiday Barbies from the early 80s. Oh, that's that's money. And there's still, to this to this day, my sister's room became a storage room for these things. So she still has all those things untouched. So 
um, one Christmas, I came home with all these Transformers that I had collected, like, and it was like kind of like a a trip down memory lane mm-hmm. for my brother, me and my little brother, but also for mom. Like, yo, remember you always told me to keep in touch or to uh, um, keep these things keep in the boxes the package, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And now, yeah, look how much I had to pay for them to get them in mint condition because we didn't listen to her when we were younger. So she, um, when she had to get the uh, fuse boxes changed to circuit breakers, she put all that stuff in storage along with other really serious family heirlooms. So one day, about a year or two later, I'm like, yo, mom, um, I'm about to buy a new crib. I want to get all that stuff back, from, you know, the records, the Transformers, all that, and just kind of set up a man cave. Right. You know, in the new crib. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I haven't gotten a bill from them for two months. I'm like, <sighs> Same story. I'm like, mom, wait, you know what yeah. happens. Yeah. She's like, no, what do you mean? Mama. I'm like, when, you never, you never heard of Storage Wars? Mama, no. Yeah. Mama. So I literally ran down the block. There's a gas station that has an ATM down the block from where I grew up. Ran down the street, took out as much as I could from every debit account I had, and I came back with 1500 and I'm like, Mom, whatever the issue is, take care of it. Right. Because she had it on auto pay with her checking account, but and she wouldn't check same it. Same deal. Yeah, so she wouldn't. She, she wouldn't check it. Mm. So the next day, I'll never forget. Um, sitting on my roof deck, I'm looking at the Brooklyn Bridge. I, I, I live downtown by the water. So I'm sitting at the Brooklyn. I'm sitting there watching the Brooklyn Bridge, watching the water and the boats. Having an iced tea, like yeah, life is great. <laughs> That's usually how it starts. Yeah, <laughs> life is great. I'm sipping an iced tea. I'm watching boats go by. I'm watching cats and dogs run around, and my phone rings, and it's my mom. My mom doesn't really call me like that unless there's an issue. Normally she'll just text me or email me, whatever. Answer the phone, all I hear is crying, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. somebody must have just died. I'm thinking somebody died. Mm. Which, in essence, something did die. Yeah. But she, I'm like, Mom, what's wrong? And she's like, I called the storage space, and she told me basically what happened was there was a billing mix-up where the bills were going somewhere else, and they had her payment information, but they weren't collecting it because the bills were addressed to somebody else. And at the time, my mother was still working. She's a high school principal. So when they send the certified mail to say, hey, we're about to repossess your storage or whatever. You know, you, you got to get a signature. Yeah. yeah. So she was never there for the signature because she was at work. She's a principal. So she's there until 5, 6. And, yeah, so you, you would know. never see that. Exactly. So she never saw it. So when she called the storage place to be like, yo, what the hell? They told her, you know, like, well, you never paid your bill. She's like, you guys have my billing information. Oh, well, there was a billing mix up. But the thing is, by law, once, say... Ben, say you buy my stuff from storage, I can't get, legally, I can't get your information. Yeah, yeah. Because then I can go after you and her. Yeah, I, w- I would have mm-hmm. gone after them and killed the people. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't let you do that. Yep. Um, <laughs> you should kill them. <laughs> no, 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 I would too. Oh, yeah. So it's, so, <laughs> I, in one fell swoop, I lost a lot of my, I lost my entire childhood record collection, which would, and when I say childhood, I mean like, Seven years old to like seventeen years old. Yeah, actually, even older, like twenty years old. See, I lost like from when I started from around like fifteen, fourteen, like mm-hmm. seriously started till two thousand and five. Right, makes my head. And you know, I I didn't, I you know, two thousand five. I was only buying vinyl, right. getting promos anymore. So it was right. just. Yeah, I lost that. I lost. Yeah. I lost. Um, 
my childhood through teenage and early 20s Transformers collection, which at the time I was getting super cheap because nobody was... Nobody was checking for them. Like nobody that. was checking for that. Yeah. Like, but that, that Megatron that I bought, I bought for $600, which oh. even at the time was expensive, but now... But now it's nothing. No, no, now it's, it's priceless. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't even find, find it. Yeah. yeah. You can't even find Like a brand new, unopened Megatron, a Diaclone Megatron in the box with all the uh, plastic pellets still on the... Um, on the uh, plastic guide, you're not even gonna find that. Yeah, that's just like Walking Dead. It's like Walking Dead when it first started was like there was a ten thousand print run maybe for the first issue. Oh, right. that's why. Yeah, because it was you know it was a black so and white high. independent comic that nobody expected. I I remember in the letters pages, early letters pages, Kurtman would be like, "Please tell your friends about this comic. Right, you don't want to get canceled. Right, and then it'd be like, okay, we're doing better. We're not gonna get canceled. And then it was like, yo, I he's like, I've sold a pilot to a TV show to AMC. And it just you and know, all that is documented in, in those the, letters, in those letters in those pages. pages. Wow. And then yeah, and so speaking of which, I want to just sh- shift. I'm sorry, I don't mean. Ho- hold on, let's let's save that thought. No, no I, I can't <laughs> save this though because okay. it relates directly to what you're saying. All right, Marvel has been doing something lately because I don't buy books anymore. No, unless it's like a significant um, issue. Yes, but I do read regularly on my iPad, and I do it fully legally and support you know Comicsology.com. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're not including the letter, the letters page. No, and that's the pain in yeah. That I don't like. I don't even like that about. Uh, shout out to Kurtman because his letters pages in Walking Dead are like three pages long usually. Oh, so, so it's, it's like, a lot of substance. Yeah, that it's a lot, out. and you know, and, and not every yeah. Well, it's for me. It's one of those things where, like, say, when I watch a movie, I like to after I watch the movie, depending on my reaction, go to IMDb or Slash Film mm-hmm. and see what other people are saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I read a comic book, I like to go to the end and see what people are saying about previous issues. Like, when I saw Saw, the movie Saw, yeah. and I saw that, I, I actually watched it at home. I didn't catch it in the theaters. And I, my initial thought was, Saw, this is the most fucked up movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Pardon my language, Mom, if you're listening. But that was my thought. So I went and Googled. Saw most fucked up movie ever. <laughs> it comes up. Right, but it came oh, up. Yeah, mad, <laughs> mad leaps. Yes, and it was people who were saying the same thing. So that's kind of been my tradition. Yep. You know, ever since when I was younger reading comics, but as as I got older and started collecting movies, and we've had we have the power of the internet now, that was always my thing. Like I want to go see what other people are feeling and thinking in regards the to what they're reading. Absolutely. So now Marvel's whole thing is. I was on a plane the other day, and I got to the end of something, and I was like, wait a minute. This is like the 10th book I've read on this trip. No where letters there's, page. Where there's no letters page, and then at the bottom, there's a, there's a uh, disclaimer. Uh, to read the letters, go to... Su- yeah. No. No, no. I'm no. on a plane. I don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> anyway, I just had to... They, I'm sorry. They, they, they can include those last couple pages. Yeah. I didn't, and that's the thing. is just like, I'm paying... For for a first release or not first release, what do they call like like a um first edition yeah, yeah first, first edition printing. Yeah, yeah, first printing when, when, yeah. when you're downloading it yeah. you're paying three ninety nine a month later that book is a dollar ninety nine yeah if I'm gonna pay the two ex, two or three extra dollars paying that premium let me get that letter page. page there right in that's, there that's that's all, that's all. <laughs> all right. I didn't all mean right. to cut you off I just I had to, I had to express that. no problem yeah but let's take a quick break right there and we'll be right back with more fan bros. <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Kid Fury from The Read. And when I am not drinking Hennessy or twerking alone in my bedroom, I'm listening to Fan Bros, as you should be. Love yourself. Listen to Fan Bros. 
And welcome back, Internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. We have been joined by Just Blaze. We've been relating stories of losing record collections, Lost comic book collections, pain and agony. But we got yes. some good news for you today. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but today I happened upon, I got a, I got to see the Flash TV pilot. Sir, what do you mean happened upon? Uh, it fell off a truck? It fell off a truck okay. that was carrying what some other trucks. What kind of truck was that? <laughs> it was an awesome truck. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, I got the Flash TV show today. It's all, It's going to be on WB. That don't even air until like September or something. Yeah, yo, I felt like the CW, man. CW. Let me find CW. out you connected. Yeah. You know, well, when CW, which used to be the WB, which used to be the WB, okay. which used to be the Coon Network, UPN, oh. <laughs> Mammy. Yeah, UPN, the Coon Network. <laughs> <laughs> but now they produce some really great shows. They have uh, Green Arrow or Arrow. Arrow, my, my, that's my favorite. That's the only TV show that I make an effort to follow. Nice. I, I, I watch Arrow off and on. Like, I like it when I watch, I watch it. Off it and on. But it's like sometimes the episodes will lose me. I don't the know. The first yeah. season is mass slow. Is that what it is? It's mass slow well, and it's, it's hard to watch. It really well, no, I, I agree. The first season um, sets up a lot of things that happen in the second season. Yeah. You can tell there was a lot of foresight there. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, And. The payoff for a lot of the first season doesn't happen until the second season. You're right. Um, and to be honest, I was never a DC guy. Nah. Like, I, I grew up Marvel. My cousin was did both. And I was aware of a lot of Marvel characters, but not necessarily of their backstories. Of DC characters, you mean, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. I wasn't aware of a lot of DC characters. I, I was aware of them, but I wasn't aware of their backstories. Right. Their intricacies. Yeah. So I kind of went into Green Arrow or to Arrow fresh and I never knew I never knew about the Deadpool uh, Deathstroke connection Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Oh, I was man. watching the show I was watching the show I swear I never to God I that either I, was, I swear to God it was only like a month ago that I was watching the show and I'm like wait a minute Slade Wilson Wade Wilson, Wilson. Slade Deadpool De- wait, wait huh wait yeah. what <laughs> I never I never picked up on it because I never re- I never read Deadpool as a kid or Deadpool as a kid there's a Superman Batman annual where um like alternate versions of Superman and Batman show up of course and right. then Deathstroke comes into Death it and, yes. and uh, it's not they never name him as Deadpool right because it's in a DC it's, comic but, it's but, obviously, right. but that's Deadpool. what it's a, basically yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah well once no I, I've actually I saw that once I went once the light bulb went off, yep. I got on Google and I was like, am I just late? Or Yeah. I... <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I'm about 10, 15, 20 years late. It was late, late. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely, I mean, I remember when Deadpool first appeared and I, I knew about Deathstroke, but I still don't think I made the connection that this was right. just a complete bite. I don't even, but I don't think they named him Wade Wilson until a little later. Bites. You do know it that. goes both ways. It goes both ways. It does go both ways. And maybe because of like you, I was mostly Marvel first, so that anytime I looked at DC stuff, I felt like they bit more only because like the names of the characters didn't really go well. Like they didn't have no no imagination behind the character yeah. names, you know. Like, but you think about it, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, yeah. Uh, um, and Hawkeye, yep. Green Arrow, yeah, uh, Doctor Spectrum, Th- is- Spider. What's the, who's the one that's a, a, a complete rip off of Spider Man? In DC, yeah, there's a complete. Oh, yes, there's I don't a complete know that one. Rip yeah, off. I don't then know. You have Thanos and Dark Side. Yep. Um, you have uh, the whole Squadron Supreme in Marvel, which right. is all of uh, the Justice League. Right, Hawkman and uh, what's what's Hawkman's equivalent? Uh, Nighthawk. No, um, no, that's more Batman. Angel, yeah. Angel, Angel, Angel yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, there's, there's so many of them 
But I just never, as a kid, that's not, that's not even something you think about. That's yeah. true. And you I know? wasn't a big Green Arrow fan, but out of DC, uh, The Flash and Green Lantern were my two favorite DC gotcha. characters. So I got to see The Flash show today. Uh, first episode, I don't want to give too much away since, I mean, it's months away. You'll probably forget about it anyway. <laughs> but right. um, he, it's, it's, I had to say it moves quickly. The, his origin, everything kicks off, I think, before the credits. Really? Yeah, he gets the Flash powers. I think even before the credits roll. Well, they kind of introduced. They already introduced, introduced him, him on Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. So they kind of had. It's to the get same right after playing point. him. Yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah. they kind of had to get to the get to the point. Yeah. Definitely, they get right to the point. He gets the powers by the end of the episode. He has the suit. Everything you know, he's kicking ass at the Flash. Um, Weather Wizard is in the first episode. It, you know, that's the main enemy. He's one of the Rhodes Gallery of Flash. There's a lot of great little Easter eggs. They have a great Easter egg for a Gorilla Grodd. Um, they set up the whole, what is it, Central City, which is mm-hmm. where Flash lives. They right. set up everything, and it's very well done. The actor playing Flash, you get kind of a Peter Parker vibe from him. Yeah. But it's well, you know, and you get that whole Tobey Maguire vibe, you know, where he's narrating and stuff, too, because mm-hmm. he's, like, narrating the episode. So it's like you get that kind of vibe, but it's very well so done. So the pacing is good. Oh, great pacing. Not hard great, to follow. No, not hard to follow. Not like Green Arrow with all the time shifts and different. That's the thing is Green Arrow. Or, or Arrow, yeah. you have to. You, you have to watch. You can't really just jump. You can jump in. Yeah, but you'll you miss a lo- you'll miss a lot of what makes that particular episode great. Like if you watch the finale of either season, yeah, you won't know why certain things are significant if you don't know what's what's happened before. Mm-hmm. I feel like Arrow was set up where you kind of had to follow it. Yeah. Yes. And the Flash, I feel like that's what would be the case of the Flash. But since I'm watching from the very beginning, I'm you know, and, I, and since I'm also more familiar with the Flash, it was more like I was waiting for things to show up. And there's like, I mean, there's a lot of little hints. There's hints of Doctor Zoom. There's already you're going to see a lot of things going on with time travel, which is a Flash mm-hmm. is a you know mm-hmm. mainstay of his character. It looks really good. Um, the special effects are well done. Everything, I'm really impressed. Shout the out suit, to DC. The, the suit, suit, the costume looks yeah, good. Yeah, when you see um, it in pictures, it didn't when look you, that Yeah, high. when you see it in pictures, it looks stupid. Yeah. When, no, when he's moving and running and all the action scenes in it, it's like, okay, this is the so flash. So the lighting and everything. Right? Yeah, no, nah, it's cool. it, it looks good. I'm very impressed. You know, can't wait for the rest of it in September. I need that link, Ben Hami. I got you, Just. It's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> truck what might pull up in front of your house. What about my listeners? I don't know about y'all. Pull that truck. In some other DC Comics news, though, this week was the 25th anniversary of Batman, Batman the original. I think I have. A, I think I might actually have a true geek confession to make. Oh, and maybe you guys should make this a, a ongoing thing. Yeah, I've been wanting to do that because I did that with the Princess Bride, which we'll get into right. some more later. True yeah. geek confessions. I don't think I've ever read a Batman comic. Wow. Like ever? Any? Ever? The Killing Any? Joke. Killing Joke, Dark Knight, never, no, none. I've only, Dark but Knight like I've read even, like in. Like even an associated character. No, no. Wow. I've, that being said, the the 89 uh, Michael Keaton Batman is probably my favorite comic book movie of all time. Obviously partially for nostalgia reasons. Yep. But I don't think I've ever actually read a Batman comic. And here's the funny thing is when, Bat, when that movie came out in 89, I was working as a, uh, Summer camp counselor. I was in summer school. Moms, <laughs> moms had the connect. If you remember that summer, Batman, Batman t-shirts, the pants, the jackets, yes. the denim. Mom had the connect. We went to this one spot and they had every Batman t-shirt. 
I literally, for, for my job every day, and I worked for almost 60 days because I was a summer camp counselor, yep. had a different Batman shirt for Murder. every day. Murder. And I had the Batman <laughs> medallions. And my older cousin was like, you know, this was during the time of the African medallions. Yep. Yeah. So my older cousin was like, Smacking them off me, <laughs> throwing them out. Like, you don't do that. You don't. This is for the motherland. You don't do that. I was steady, but I was a huge Batman fan. But I think I want to say honestly, probably prior to '89 Keaton Batman, I had never been exposed to anything outside of the legend. Yeah, because we all knew his story. Yep. Um, my cousin used to have the DC Universe uh books where they would break. Who's who? Yeah, the who's who. Yep. Exactly. Um, but other than that, it was probably just the sixties TV show. Wow, yeah. I was wow. at the at the time I was probably the same way though, because when the movie came out, I wasn't a Batman fan. Right. But that's eighty nine, right? So that's still same I wanna say the killing joke dropped in eighty eight. Okay. And so when, you know, when it was I remember when the movie was out, they were like in the eighth printing of the killing joke because it was selling out every time. Right. And so I finally got a copy of it and that just the killing joke made me a Instant because it made me a fan of the Joker and then it made me a fan of Batman, right? Because you saw which was the one not to cut you, which, yep. not to cut you off, which was the uh killing joke with, with the, the camera, click, with the Joker with the, with the, camera? With the camera and smile, okay? Yeah, that's the killing joke, okay? Uh, Brian Boland art. I just bought the print, the, the original sketch of that cover. My, oh, my. I wish y'all could have seen my face right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 oh, my bad, son. My bad. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, every time he comes on the show, he got a stunt on me. I'm not stunting. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sharing my appreciation of the art. Oh, Brian Boland, who has never done, you know, since then he's never done another full comic book. He just does covers. Really? Because he was like, I worked with Alan Moore on the writing. He was like, I worked with the best. I don't want to work with anybody else. Wow. Yeah. So he's done like a few little, like, I'm, I have another thing where he did like a little three-pager, but mm -hmm. as far as like a full comic, I don't think he's done one since because he, he can just get money doing covers because he's that talented. So it's right. like, he doesn't worry about it. But yeah, The Killing Joke, incredible. Um, Yeah, 25th anniversary of Batman. Definitely one of the most influential comic book movies. Wait, so this is the 25th anniversary of the movie? Yes. Oh. oh wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you I, meant like... Of Batman? No. But that's what no, I was like, like, one of the comics minute. or something. No, like no. This is the 25th anniversary that's of 1989. Of 1989 movie. Yeah, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Dude. Oh, Jack wait, Nicholson. I, I can recall exactly my viewing of that movie on opening night. Oh, I got a great one. You go first, and then I, yeah, I got a great All one. All right, so I'm playing Little League at the time. I'm playing uh, Little League Baseball, and I was playing for FMBA, which was Firemen's Benevolent Association. Nice. Which eventually became the Patterson Warriors, who sucked. <laughs> um, shout out, but shout out to them for letting my sister play on the team when it was a boys' thing. Um, so William and Lenny Molina, their dad was like an assistant coach. And a, and me and him also went to grammar school together. Um, and all we wanted to go do that night after we lost that game because we sucked was to go see Batman. And I'll never be a matter of fact, this was the day my coach <laughs> told me to slide. I... Yo, he was like, yo, he, I'm at bat. He's like, no matter what happens, slide. Right? Don't tell me you came up short. Yeah. So I'm like, no, so he probably did. No, no, I didn't. I'm like, all right. He's like, no matter what happens, slide. So the pitcher walked me, but I slid anyway. <laughs> In the first base? 
slide. <laughs> Oh, that's such a kid thing to do. Kids don't be. I'm like, yo, coach told me to slide, so I'm a slide. I don't know why. Anyway, so that's a bunch of girls in the stands laughed at me, and I'm like, all right, I'm a slider. I slid. So that's what I'm like. I just want to go see Batman. Right. So Batman was one of those first movies of uh where you had to line up. Yep. There were advanced ticket sales and. The, the hype that we're used to now in general. It was insane. Yeah, that was kind of one of the first movies of, in my memory that, that like you that. had to do that for. Now we're used to it. Um, so, William's father is calling all over, trying to take us, you know, me, him, me Will, his brother Lenny, my brother, and uh, maybe like one or two other kids from the team. He's trying to find a place to take us to see Batman. So I grew up in the city, Patterson, New Jersey. Patterson had this theater called the Fabian, which in the 40s and 50s, to my knowledge, um, I think it was that era, was a very glamorous... You know how when you see the Batman... Actually, funny, when you see the Batman movies and you see the theater that his yeah. parents are coming out yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like that, right? Yeah. it's yeah. It was it was once very glamorous, yep. crazy crown moldings and... You know, things of that nature, and it eventually became the place to go to smoke crack. <laughs> yes. Damn. So, in other I'm cities, hard in the 80s. Yeah. In other cities like Paramus, uh, Little Falls, Wayne, whatever, all those theaters that were the nicer towns, all those, all those theaters were sold out to see Batman. Mm-mm. The only place we could go to see it was the Fabian. The crack theater. Yes, the crack, the theater where you went to smoke crack. <laughs> So I first got exposed to crack smoke. Oh, shit. Wait, what? <laughs> While watching Batman. No. Because no. we went, that was the only theater we could go to. So we went to the theater, and I I, I, think I, I don't think I had ever actually seen a rat before. I'd seen mice. Never seen a rat until it ran across the, the screen. Oh, it didn't run across the screen sideways, it ran across horizontal. <laughs> That was talented rat. It it climbed up the screen, then went vertical. Um, And I'm like, I think I'm 11. And I'm like thinking, I'm going to get shot while watching Batman. And there's a dude behind me, and there's some weird smoke flying over my head. And I'm like, and it it just so happened to happen at the same time that Jack Nicholson fell in the vat of chemicals. <laughs> so you always so, associate that? Yeah, so I crack. always, whenever I see <laughs> crack Jack Nicholson fall into the vat that made him the Joker, I think of crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, mine was different. I was in a Houston at the time, and anyone who was in Houston back then knows about Meyer Park 14. Okay. It was like, it was one of the newest theaters, and it was like one of the biggest theaters ever, you know, 14 theaters. So at that time, I was like, oh, my God. And that joint was popping. But Meyer right. Park was also, it wasn't in the hood at the time. It was a nice area of town. But, you know, because it was the new, fresh thing, the hood came to Meyer Park. Right. So it's hood out in the theater, full, packed-out theater, all brothers, everybody in there, loud talking noise. I remember a dude was walking down the aisle seling Batman T-shirts. Wow. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that right. sounds before, right. Before it started. Then my favorite memory, though, during the movie, there's a scene where uh, Jack Nicholson is before he becomes the Joker, and he's getting ready in front of a mirror, and uh, 
Kim's not his girlfriend in the movie, right? No, it's Kim no. It's, no, it's the woman no. he ended up starring no, in the it's movie. it's the girl. It's yeah. the girl that he ended up throwing the acid on. Yep. So she's sitting there and he's getting ready in the mirror. Jack. And she's like, "You look so marvelous tonight," or something. And he's like, "I didn't ask you," or <laughs> or he's like, "I know," and I didn't ask you, or something. Something swift. Somebody in the theater's like, "You tell that bitch." <laughs> 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 no, actually, at the time, her name was Alicia, and oh, she did have man. the mask on. Yep. And he was sitting in the mirror, and he's putting his bow tie yes. on. You're right. And yeah. she's like, Jack. And she asks him something. Yep. And he acknowledges his yeah. uh, his freshness. Yeah, and she's, <laughs> my man was like, you tell that. And uh, like every time I, I, I see the movie from now on, oh, I mean, the theater just exploded. You know, it was, one of the, it was like my part full tilt. That's, to me, like, Part of the reason why Batman is my favorite comic book movie, the original one, is not just because, I mean, it's it's actually not so much because of Batman or because of Michael Keaton or Bruce Wayne. It was Jack Nicholson's spin on that character. Oh, hell yeah. A lot of people go on about Heath Ledger's performance, and it's it's great, it's timeless, and it definitely cemented him rest in peace. For me, I think at the age that I was at, that was the first time that I had seen that dichotomy of the cross between the smooth gangster yep. who became the insane villain. Joker, yeah. But the thing is, by the time, with Heath Ledger's performance, by the time we meet him, he's insane. Yeah. He comes right. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's more of that school of, you don't even need to know his backstory. Yeah. He's just a maniac. Yeah. Which which I also... It works. Know, it's fine yeah, with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. it works. But with Jack, you got to see that transformation where he was this smooth 1930s era type Al Capone type gangster yep. who goes what he goes through and all of a sudden now he's just a raging psychopath. Word. Yeah, no, definitely an amazing film. You know, shout out to the 25th anniversary, everyone involved, Tim Burton, the director. You know, and yeah. I think we talked about the Jordans last time, right? We did talk about okay, the Jordans. Okay, so I'm not even going to get into that. Yeah, the Jordans. Go the back Batman to the last race. episode. Yeah, that yeah. was last time. Yeah. <laughs> Check the last episode Just was on if you want to know the story of Batman's Jordans. And uh, speaking of 80s movies, though, and, you know, uh, true fan bro confessions. Yes, sir. I also have one to make. This week, for the first time ever, I saw Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh. Still never seen that. Well, there we go. I'm <laughs> not the last. I saw it in pieces as a kid, but I never saw the full movie until I was an adult, and I have a very good feeling about where you're about to go. Yeah, um... My question, and this is to be our question of the week, and it deals with this because I have to say, Big Trouble in Little China is terrible, and even and right. But it's after, great. I know it's great, but and it's, it's good and terrible. It's like classic yeah. terrible good, or good just terrible. Terrible. Good terrible. Terrible. Good no, terrible. The thing is, it's all right. There's like, like that's the thing. There's because right after that, I was watching um Encore last night, and right after that, they played Highlander, the original, oh. which is another '80s movie, and that's not good and terrible. It's well directed, well shot. No, everything. Highlander. Um, mm-hmm. that was what's his name? Um. Sean Connery's Sean, in it. No, 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 no. The other, but, Mal- Malcolm, I want to say. McDowell, something. I want to something. I was about to yeah. say the same name, but I don't think that's him. Yeah, I'm um, not sure either. Lambert, Stephen Lambert. Lambert, Stephen Lambert, Lambert, yeah, Stephen Lambert. That's it, Lambert. Yep. So, which is great. Well directed, everything, well acted, while Big Trouble in Little China is just like. And the funny thing about Big Trouble, I realized watching it last night, is Kurt Russell's character, he's the main hero, but he doesn't do much. Kurt Russell plays the same played the same character in every movie. Yes. But he's I'm a, not mad at that. No, I'm not either. I like, love Kurt. That's the same as Snake. 
Yeah. And uh, an escape from New York or L.A. But in Escape from New York, he's like more of a tough guy. He In Big Trouble, I mean, he's a tough guy, but he gets handled throughout the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, he he keeps losing, and it's like the people around him, you know, do things so that, you know, the villains die right. and the battles won. But, but see, a lot of that came about, like, you saw it as an adult. Yeah. I saw it in pieces as a kid. Mm-hmm. My first real exposure to Russell uh, was... Roadhouse? No, that was Patrick Swayze. Oh, that's Patrick Swayze, Patrick right? Patrick Swayze, yep, yep. Which I, I love that movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, Especially that scene where he's banging that chick in the closet. Oh. Hey, boo. <laughs> hey, boo. Um, no, uh, Escape from L.A. Okay, yeah. Saw Escape from L.A. in the movies and um, was blown away. Just don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was just still at an impressionable age. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say, is it just because? The thing is, I'm easily entertained. <laughs> okay. And I was easily, and this was when I was in my late teens, early twenties. Yep. And that's what that movie is what led to me loving Escape from New York, because it's really the same exact movie. Yeah. Just set in a different city. City. With actually, the effects are worse in Escape from L.A. Because yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now it's the CG, it's the early CGI era. Yep. So the effects like, are worse. He uh, surfboards on a tidal wave in that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the shark that yeah. goes past him when he's first getting to L.A. Yeah, it's terrible. But there's, <laughs> and it's the same movie with worse CGI. Yeah. But to, to be honest, and this is kind of a shift in gears, what really drew me to that movie, because this is just where my the way my brain works, was being in a theater, and I had never heard the Escape from New York theme. Mm. So when Escape from L.A. started, and I heard that theme, and I heard the and I'm like, yo. And I never really was up on the fact that John Carpenter scored a lot of his own movies. Yep. So that's what made me go back and get the Escape from L.A. soundtrack, mm. and then get the New York soundtrack, and then... I knew he did Halloween, but that's all I knew. But then get the rest of the Halloween tr- soundtrack aside from the theme. Yep. That just allowed me to appreciate him as a song composer. He did the original Halloween theme. Yeah, that boom, 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 boom. That's 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 John Carpenter's thing was he did all his movies. Yeah, I know. He's he's like uh from the Roger Corman school yeah, where he's, everything he, is on the cheap. Exactly. Yeah. He scored all, all his old movies. So that's what really turned me on to him as Jesus. a composer yeah. versus a filmmaker. Might be a better composer than he is a filmmaker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, his his themes, um, especially because it was happening at that time in the 80s where synths, synthesizers were first just starting to become uh, utilized in mainstream records. But he was putting such a dark twist on yeah, the most yeah. 80s synth pop was like aha take on me. Yeah. Boom, 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 real real happy go lucky on Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can do the Carlton too. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. You do the Carlton. <laughs> he's making these themes that are like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. You're like, yeah. Oh, he's making scary. <laughs> yeah, jokes. like yeah. to this day, if you listen to this, to the especially the reissue of the Escape from New York soundtrack, he he's murdering throughout that whole soundtrack. I'm definitely gonna check that. All right, well, let's leave that as our Fan Bros question of the week. What is the best worst movie that you've ever seen? My best worst movie. I wouldn't say Big Trouble is mine, but it's up there. Mm. Let me think through, Let me think of all my favorites first. Best worst movie? Like it was actually oh, inherently it's, bad. It's, one, like it's it. one of two. Yep. Either Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I've never seen that, but I want to. Or Halloween 3. 
Oh, Halloween 3 is terrible. But I love it! <laughs> Dude, shout out. I, he'll probably never hear this, but my man, uh, one of my good friends in high school, Peter Greco. We used to do this thing where we would sit in back of the class in high school and get under our desks. And he would just start going, uh, uh, uh. wait, have you seen, you said you've never seen Halloween, have you seen Halloween 3? I know I've seen parts of it, but I've that's like parts. the one that's it's not by Carpenter. It like completely like yeah, diverges well, from everything, right? So, it, the, well, Michael Myers, it's not face. It's, yeah, not, it's not even about a Michael, it's not Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah. Peter would sit under, under his desk and go, uh, 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 and I would sing, three more days till Halloween, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, three more days till Halloween, silver shamrocks. The whole thing with Halloween 3 well, the whole thing with Halloween in general was it was never intended to be a Michael Myers series. Yeah. The whole idea was it would kind of be like an Amazing Stories or a Twilight Zone where every episode was about something different yeah. that centered around Halloween. I just read that recently. But Michael Myers became so iconic, they had to bring him back. Mm-hmm. So the theme song, Halloween 3 is about this um, company called Silver Shamrocks, which I believe is based in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm that makes Halloween masks, and they want all the kids to wear them, and they had this crazy commercial push. Mm. And the whole thing behind it is when you wear these masks at 9 o'clock, I think, it's either 8 or 9 o'clock for the big giveaway, all the kids wearing the masks will die, and their faces will melt and become worms and roaches and whatnot. But... The commer- during every commercial, there was a song. And the movie is so bad. The effects are so bad. <laughs> the acting is so bad. The love scene is so bad. When the protagonist, the male protagonist, um, approaches the female protagonist in the movie. Um, basically I think this woman's father had been killed and it was a cop who was a detective who was trying to help her with the case and somehow they end up near the Silver Shamrock factory and they're at a hotel and he's like and and, and he's like well, what do you want to do Miss Such and Such and she's like well what do you want me to do <laughs> and just starts to unbutton her blouse and next thing you know you know he's, 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 he's banging it out <laughs> But it was the dialogue that led up to it. Like, if I had <laughs> you as a female, if I had spit this dialogue to you, I could have been, it could have been, I don't I don't know, whoever you find attractive. <laughs> but the most serious face could have just been Idris like. Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. I could have been Idris Elba like, so what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> and you would have been like, no! Nothing. My reaction just now would have been my reaction. <laughs> I ain't giving you nothing. But for whatever reason, she opens up like the Red Sea. She parts, <laughs> and he's banging. And the whole—it's just the movie is so nonsensical and retarded. But I love oh. it. But a lot of it does. Again, a lot of my experiences revolve around the music that accompanies these movies. And I think as a kid, the it, for me it was the music because the, the 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 theme song was just so stupid, and we used to use it to torture our teachers in high school. But as I got older, I just appreciated it. I was like, the director could not have been serious about this movie. He had to know that it sucked. <laughs> what he was doing. <laughs> at, that same, at that same time period, you had movies like Star Wars. You had movies like... That's um, like 
even late eighties, early nineties. So you had like you know. Well, no, Halloween yeah, three. Contenders I, Halloween three. I want to say it was like eighty two, eighty three. Oh yeah, because the originals were seventies. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm saying you, you had like Return of the Jedi. Okay. You had the thing. Yeah. Um, Oof. movies like that. So yeah. it's like. You had to know what you were making. It doesn't stack up. No, like, <laughs> but the funny thing is, I think that movie might be part of the reason why I want to make a movie like that. Just, uh, part of the reason why I invested the, the amount of money I did into video um, capabilities mm-hmm. as a hobby was because I wanted to make BET Uncut type videos, <laughs> but at a theatrical <laughs> level. So are you announcing on Fan Bros that you are... Seriously. Oh, I'm, I'm dead serious about this. that. No, dude, I spent literally I spent about fifty five to sixty grand on cameras and glass. No, we talking about BT uncut type video, you talking about like stuff like Halloween three no, type well, stuff. No, what I'm saying is I wanna start out or my, my my idea was to start out making like remember what that thing smelled like? Yes. Yes. Oh, or oh man, or bong girls, Versace and parasukos, and that's how it goes. Oh, yeah. Or money in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> I would love to reshoot a video for uh, what was his name Joker the Bell Bondsman, and I think it was I don't know if it was Busy Bone or Crazy with, Bone with uh, Mighty Casey, what? White Girls. Mighty Casey, White Girls. Right, right. I can get you. In touch I would with love him. to shoot an updated 2014 <laughs> HD 4K video for those records, but. With the intention of eventually doing my own Halloween three, <laughs> this is like so the most just leave twisted up. path, right? Like, what? <laughs> what is the connection? <laughs> well, because they're just—they're both. That was a bad video. And that was a bad, bad movie, movie, but they're so bad, they're good. Yes. What made? Come on, what that thing smelled like? What made it great was what he was singing was also just the quality of the video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that shit was epic. But <laughs> well, what made it epic was that it was that, that it was so bad, but it was being shown on a national network. network. Yes, even if it was at two in the morning or three in the morning, it was still nasty. But I would love to, I would love to take that song and shoot a real video to it. All right, it's just I don't know. No, hey, it's sound. one of those things that when you sometimes people, you know, <laughs> the, the it, idea sounds better than yeah, the idea sounds better than. <laughs> It feels good. It doesn't actually it doesn't sound. The idea sounds terrible, but it feels good. It feels good. Well, I mean, look, this is fan bros. The crazy thing stuff has happened. Smell like I wanna kick it tonight. Oh so man, good. that was a Come classic. Come on, man. Let's take one more break, and we'll be right back with some more fan bros. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Internets? This is Chico Leo. When I'm not fighting crime on New York's rooftops, I'm listening to Fan Bros. All right, so wait, 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 no, wait. let me start this one up. <laughs> we are, I listen. Tatiana Grant brought up a point. She does not want to date the podcast. In other words, she doesn't want to talk about things that aren't relevant a year from now. Yep. Because somebody can discover us from a year from now. Mm-hmm. And I understand that mistake because on Jalen Trotter, because Exhibit C, I said, "Oh nine, mother, mother." Yes. And I remember getting a call. I think it was. Q-tip, I forget who it was, like, why'd you say the year? <laughs> large professor, maybe? Yeah, 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 large professor. Yeah, why'd, you don't say the year. why'd you say the year? Because that song is timeless. I get that. But right now, there's news of a Predator reboot. Yes. yes. That I just want to touch on briefly. Absolutely. Go and ahead. I'm sorry, internets, if you're listening to this 10 years from now, understand that Predator is already 20 years old. <laughs> that is yeah. true. Yeah. And it is a movie that I hold near and dear to my heart. For a couple of reasons, but one of them being the dialogue, the writing. 
the uh, the one-liners. Uh, insane amount of one-liners in this movie. The um, dude, Predator. Me and my one of my engineers, my main engineer, my friend Andy, is one of my best friends. We can have entire conversations in Predator quotes and RoboCop quotes. Yes. And understand exactly what the other is saying. Yes. And everybody else that is in that room in the studio will be like, I, what? <laughs> what like, we'll be talking talking about vocals, and I'll be like, yo, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows what I mean. I'm talking about headphone bleed. <laughs> yep. But nobody else in the room does. <laughs> but there's something about the writing in those two movies, but right now we're talking about Predator, that is timeless. I mean, and the thing, thing about it is, like, I saw the movie in the theater with my dad, and so I was, like, maybe 11 or 12, I think, at the time, maybe even 10. And so it was, like, there was a lot of, like, there's, there's Shane Black, who's the new writer and director, was in the original Predator as one of the actors. Well, he was also... He, he was also, also writing he, no, Well, he rewrote... When they first got the got the uh, original script for Predator, yep. they wanted him to rewrite it, and so in in order to uh, persuade him to do the rewrite, because he initially was iffy, he they offered him a role. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, his character has these lines about pussy. I can't say it any other way. I can say it. Yeah, Listen. You know. <laughs> so I was talking to my girlfriend the other day, and I said, "You know, honey, I'd like a little pussy," and she said. So what I mine's as big as a house. And as a kid, I'm sitting in the theater. My dad is rolling. You know, my dad. And you don't get it. I'm sitting there like, what is pussy? That's a classic one. And my dad is sitting there rolling. And then he has another joke where he says, I was going down on my girlfriend the night. And I said, God damn, you got a big pussy. God damn, you got a big pussy. And she's like, why'd you say it twice? And I'm like, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what? You I still don't, don't get it. You still don't get it. Oh, and, yeah. but, even, but even outside of that, it was like. There's so the many. The quote that got me in trouble with, what's her name? Uh, Dream Hampton. When I was oh, just, yes. I was just up watching Predator one night. And and Max says to the dude. You ghost nuts, motherfucker. I don't care who you are back in the world. You give up a system one more time, I'll bleed you. Real quiet. Leave it here. Got that. Yeah, real <laughs> quiet. And I was just watching Predator. But this just happened to be during a point where some people that I was associated with and that she was associated with, there was a big scandal. And for whatever reason, she thought I was talking about her. Yep. And I'm like, no, man, I'm just watching Predator. <laughs> You're quoting it. Yeah, like, I get in trouble for that all the time. This is what I do. Like, but there was that. There was. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have, I'm me, gonna some have me some fun. I'm gonna have me. Oh, get to the chopper. Or what an ugly motherfucker. I'm actually. I actually had a long discussion today with one of my friends, and I'm sorry. I know you didn't want to get into this too much, but this is actually one of the few franchises aside from RoboCop and Lost Boys that is near and dear to me. And um, Lost Boys is the greatest vampire movie ever made. Definitely that, and then to me, my, a close second is Fright Night. Yes, for me. Yes. Um, a friend of mine is like, I don't want to see a reboot. And I'm like, dude, I don't think they're going to retell the original story. Nah. They're just, to me, I think the, the phrase. They're going to do it over. Yeah, I think. The, for the right, new well, century. Right, well, I think reboot, the, the term reboot gets thrown around too loosely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when Rob Zombie redid Halloween, that was a reboot. He's telling the story again from the beginning. When they did Predators, uh, with 
uh, uh, Stinny dude who got buff and, and Lawrence Fishburne. Um, yeah, Adrian Brody. Uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah. When they did that, to me, that wasn't a reboot. That nah. was just another story in the same yeah. universe. Yeah. yeah. Prometheus is not an alien reboot. It's another story it's in a, that same pre- universe. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to see them tell the original Arnold Schwarzenegger story over. Hell no. Because that is perfect. Yeah. How it is. Billy. But, Right, Billy, <laughs> and then he's just cutting himself across the chest. <laughs> what? Like, I would sound effects and everything. I would love to see another story in that universe. Hell yeah! I'm actually not even mad at them just picking up where Predators left off because with Predators they realized the planet they were on and what was happening, and it kind of left you in a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind just seeing them pick up, pick up right there and there. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't want to see is a retelling of the story of Dutch and no, Mac no. and those dudes. Like, don't there's none of that is needed. None of that, that. is perfect how it is. And Other I don't than, think Shane will do that because he was involved in the first. I don't think. I don't so. think he would. He would mess with the mythology in that yeah. way. No matter of fact, he's, I, he's not doing himself a favor by doing that. No. Exactly. He he's actually shooting himself in the foot by. Because he knows that. what a classic that is. So there's no oh. way. I'm gonna play you guys my Arnold Schwarzenegger drop. No. <laughs> <laughs> let's close it with this. No, you got you got to send me that so I can insert that. Yeah. One. Hold on, let me let, I, I, let, 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 let me find this real quick. Hold up. Wow. I, I met the God. The God. The God blessed. The God blessed. Me. You got to tell him how you met him. Yeah. Uh, that I can't. That's that's clandestine information. <laughs> oh. Clandestine, clandestine. However you say it. Listen for me. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Get out of here immediately. Just blaze. Wow! I does this, son. I, I thought the this. killing joke art was enough, but you know Arnold Schwarzenegger drops. No, it's that crazy. that pretty much tops it. Yeah, that, I does this. That's stunning right there. I I think that's all we can say about Predator after that. Wow. Yeah. Um. Um. There's something. with something else just popped up? Or one thing that's actually just come up? Harrison Ford. His leg. Broke his leg. It's broken. It's shattered. Yes. It's done. He is maybe out for six months or more. And they now don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They either have to rewrite a lot of the things because he was supposed to be the main character. Yeah. Or they push the they push the filming back. Problem with that is Disney wants to release this Christmas 2015. Exactly. And Disney is no, is notorious for like not changing timelines whatsoever. Like the they, they like their that's, exact, that's what I was right. getting at. They like yeah. their tight timelines. So we have so a problem. It, it, it was like a, initially a, a hand solo. Um, centric movie. Yes. yes. Which all of a sudden is now like, oh, he might not be in it at all. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. If they're going to stick to that schedule and they and, and Disney really won't give them any leeway, they have no choice. Or people kept saying, well, maybe they could fill some scenes where he's sitting down. But I'm like, mm, considering he's a main character, there's a lot of movement and stuff you have to do regardless. You can't be in a seat or chilling against the wall the entire movie. <laughs> Unless they have him in... <laughs> A levitating wheelchair. That's what I figured. So and now he's Professor X in space. So now, like, yeah, no, so yeah. now he's basically Professor X in. They could rewrite um, it like something happened where now he's immobile, like, right. you know, yeah. from but those down rewrites, or something. But those rewrites could take forever. Yeah. Yes. And that's another problem, which is why they're like, they don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I, um, I, Star Wars is in my list of, I don't have a favorite movie of all time, but Star Wars is one of my favorite franchises of as, all time. As it should be. Um, and, um, I was a little concerned just with them bringing it back overall. Once I saw what they were doing with bringing back a lot of the original cast and whatnot, I was like, all right, cool, one last hurrah before they're just either too old or dead to do it. You know, but now this, 
I'm worried about what they may do to try to save the script or the screenplay. Ooh, yeah. Being that Han Solo is out for the count as, as of right now. And you have every right to be concerned because that's a very concerning... And they're not going to delay it because they've already set up when, like, uh, episode eight after that and right. nine. Well, they already got the director. The director right. from Right, they have some Looper. lined up. Yeah. So. yeah. Which I love. Did you like Looper? Oh, hell yeah. I love Looper. Love Looper. Loved it. I think that's, that's a one great of my choice favorite movies. for the Looper, Netflix. yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. definitely. And shout out to uh, JGL. He's, he still won't admit that I was right when I knew he was going to be Robin. We were, all at, uh, we, were, uh, we were out at dinner. Homeboy. Oh, yeah. We were at a dinner one night, and I was like, it just hit me. It might have been the sake talking. I was like, wait a minute. You're going to be frobbing. Because <laughs> in the movie, we're, we're, uh, this is before the movie, but up until the ads, the ads and the press and- Denied no, it. No, no, it wasn't that they denied it, but nothing leading up to that movie explained why he was even in it. Yeah. Right. It was like he's too big of an actor to have a super minimal role. Yep. But up until this point, no, there's, there's been no disclosure as to why he's in it. Mm-mm. So one night we're at this Japanese steakhouse, an illegal steakhouse at that. What? Yeah, it's this place we were at. It's like you gotta, you gotta have a password to get in. Joseph Gordon Levitt. And we're just sitting at the table, and I'm like, "Yo, you're gonna be Robin." <laughs> and he's like, "Huh?" And I'm like, "Oh, that was so corny." Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get back to dinner. And I never brought it up again. But I was but right. You knew. I knew. I felt it in my bones. Ozymandias was right. Yes. Nice. All right, well, we're about to wrap up this episode, but before we do, Just Blaze, we didn't have, last time we had you on the show, we hadn't mm-hmm. even invented our segment, right. the rap segment, okay. our rapid fire question, so we want to, you know, sit you in the hot seat and run I'm them down I'm not good for with you. hot seats, pause. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, you know, you're the first to actually pause that, and I've been waiting for somebody to pause no that. No one has ever paused Pause that. the hot seat, but yeah, it definitely <laughs> deserves one. I like my seats cold. Yeah. I, I, just, I just, I don't like seats. Room temperature. Yeah, yeah. No, no seats. No seats. Don't put me in any seat. Yeah. Right. I'll try. All right, Brap question number one, Black Panther or Power Man? Mm, uh, Black Panther. All right. I mean, he was rich. Power Man lived in a hood. Thank you. And he's a king. He's a king. Yeah. Yeah, he's a king. And he's, you know, he got unlimited funds and money and power and women and kingdoms and queendoms. And And people still call for Power Man, but yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm I'm joking. But yeah, Power. I I mean, uh, Black Panther. All right. Falcon or War Machine? I don't even know who the Falcon is. The Falcon. Captain America's Black Partner. Oh, 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 Falcon. Yeah. Uh, War Machine. All right. Blow things up and shoot people. Magneto or Professor X? Mm, Professor X, because Professor X could probably trick somebody into thinking that they were Magneto and probably give them those powers to simulate that. That's a good, that's an interesting answer. Yeah, like think about it. Like I could look at you, Tot, and be like, yo, you are now Magneto. And I'll believe that shit. And And plant that in your head to the point where it's mind over matter and you actually had those powers. Inception. Yes. Of the highest level. Exactly. That's a great one. I don't know if they've ever used that in a comic, but they no. haven't. And if Marvel used, yo, yeah, I will yeah. come after you so much. <laughs> hard. You got royalties. Yep. You're gonna have to because I'm sure they're listening. Martin or the Cosby Show? Cosby. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up on Martin. Martin. I was a, I was a teenager when I had different interests. By the time Martin came out, by the time Martin came out, I was 
very young. I was still like 12, 13, but I was already DJing parties. Yeah. Mm. I was out and about. I was DJing in places that I shouldn't have been because I was technically underage. But at that point, my whereas my routine used to be every day come home and watch this show and that show and this show and that show, at that point, by the time Martin was out, my routine was come home after record shopping mm-hmm. and focus on DJing. Yeah. Nino Brown or Scarface? Oh, Nino Brown. Nice. What? Nice. Educated brother from the bank. <laughs> <laughs> never liked you anyway. Never liked you anyway. Exactly. Nah, right, Nino Brown all day. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. That's easy. We have already discussed this. We had yeah, a, we yeah, had a yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we definitely. Star Wars. That that's one. not even a problem. That's not even a, or a question rather. Thank you. Favorite film? I don't have one, but my rotation is um, RoboCop, Lost Boys. Uh, not to say that these are the best movies ever made. No. These are just my favorites. Yeah. The original Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Predator. Yep. Um, Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. I actually, I don't even mind the prequels. Um, <laughs> pretty much any inf- anything that you could say was influential sci-fi, uh, influential sci-fi or action in the early in the mid eighties. Yeah. Is for me Rambo, Rocky. Mm-hmm. That's my era. Definitely. I love all those movies, uh, you know, one way or another. All right. Favorite TV show? Ooh, Arrow. Look, but that's because it's current for me. Yeah. It can be current or that's all fine. time. Yeah, yeah. current. Fine. All time? I don't know. I mean, I, I used to watch Saved by the Bell every every Saturday. <laughs> hey, that was a good show. That was good. <laughs> it was good. Um, an original joint. Yeah. S- Snorks. Oh, man. Um,. I, I I couldn't have an answer for favorite TV show because TV was a very big part of my childhood, um, especially on Saturdays and after school, because I didn't really have that free flowing environment where I could just be like, "Yo, mom, I'm going to such and such's house and run out." Nah, you know. So uh, Voltron, Transformers, GI Joe, anything that a kid grew up watching in the '80s, I loved it all. Definitely, it doesn't all hold up as well. No, I no. tried to watch Thundercats the other day. Ooh, it's so terrible. Ooh. That and He Man. Are both ass. Yeah, it's not for you yeah. at this time in your life. No, <laughs> I also, I also, um, Netflix. I think was it Netflix? No, Xbox Video just got Silverhawks. It does. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know it's bad. Watch, oh, I'm God. gonna, I'm gonna go watch it tonight. Silverhawks. Yes, yes, I'm on the it. The theme is the best thing about it. Uh, what's your favorite comic book? I was always a Spider-Man kid growing up. All right, easy. Todd McFarlane and all that, or like even before that. Yeah, no, Todd McFarlane. I had, I uh, yeah, one ninety eight. I think it is. No, I had. Well, I, I was gonna bring up three hundred. Yeah, it's no, it's two ninety eight. When he first, his first issue is two ninety eight, then two ninety nine. Two ninety eight was that the Hobgoblin one? Nah, he fights this dude Nevins. Chance. Oh yeah, Chance, Chance yeah, Encounter, like, Chance yeah, Encounter, green and yellow. Had, all right, so yeah, perfect. So I that two ninety eight, two ninety nine, and three hundred. Yeah, had all three of those as a kid. Me too. Not knowing the significance of them, but my mother again was on the. Yo, take care of these. So she would put them, she would, whenever she would buy me a comic book, she would make sure that she bought me the plastic mm-hmm. and the uh, backing board, the, car, the, the board. Oh, okay. And my older cousin, who was the one who got me into comics and got me into music, and he wasn't a DJ, but introduced me to the idea of DJing and just making music, rap music in general, wanted to borrow them. And he was like 17 at the time, he had this little brown pinto. Yo, let me borrow, let me borrow, let me borrow. And I'm like, no, come on, man. And I'm like 10. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, let me borrow. It's like your big brother saying, yo, let me get that. Yeah. So I had to give it to him. Yep. 
I'm like, yo, but you better take care of him. Put him back in the, <laughs> put him back in the sleeves. He's like, yeah, hey, whatever. He leaves. Almost three weeks go by. I found him in the back seat after he ended up after he was doing some backseat business. Oh. Wrinkled, crumpled, my three hundred. Yeah. Just balled up. Oh. My my two ninety eight. I still have my chance encounter. Yeah. But my two ninety nine and my three hundred just balled up in the back seat. And it wasn't balled up like he balled them up. It, it was, was balled like... up like there was some friction happening yeah. on top of them. <laughs> so they were crumpled. All right, but all right. I but lost in despair. <laughs> and I looked up the value, and I'm like, and I had the first printing oh, of yeah. 300. Yeah, I, I had them all. Yeah, and I'm just came out. and oh, and he took my Spider-Man wedding, the first, the, the Mary Jane yeah, one. Yep. Yeah. I remember I bought that at a at a Seven Eleven in Virginia. He was, Yo, let me hold that. <laughs> never a good word to hear. No, yeah, that never. That never ends it's well. Like, give me that beat, fool. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. All right, uh, who would you cosplay as? Oh, man. Well, you know, the whole... I have to answer. It wasn't intentional. Like, there was a surprise party thrown for me by my longtime ex-girlfriend. And everybody was in on it. Jay-Z, Bleak, all the Rockefeller people, 4040 people. They took the whole 4040 and made it into the Death Star. And That's cute. this is how the Just Blaze is some insane. I mean, I, I have geek tendencies, but I'm not running around <laughs> sitting at home playing with Transformers and running around the house, you know. Why not? Just pretending to be Batman. I'm That's not doing that. a lightsaber. Right. Yeah, I'm not that. doing that. But I can appreciate, you know, geek culture is part of where I come from. But the whole thing with where that came from. Um, was this party was thrown for me and everybody who was invited or in order to get in, you had to dress up in a Star Wars outfit. I, I don't know any of this. I'm, I think that I'm going to the 4040 with a meeting with Jay and I'm texting back and forth with him or emailing back and forth with him. And I get to the club and I walk in and it's the Death Star and like all of my friends... Well, I can't even tell who half my friends are because all the guys had on Darth Vader masks <laughs> and all the girls had on Princess Leia wigs. And then like my key staff and good friends were dressed in full-on outfits. Like like Stormtrooper type stuff? Like Andy was, if I'm not mistaken, Boba Fett or, or Chewbacca. Mm. Tariq, who used to work for us, I think he was C-3PO. I forget who was who, but it was like money got spent. Mm -hmm. Like... My ex's Queen Amidala outfit was like $1,500. She had, she had the light-up wig. She had the makeup and everything. The makeup, the, you know, the whole nine. And I just remember walking in and being like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, all right, I get it. I like the movie, but what are y'all doing? Like, Large Professor, who was like my idol, who I didn't know at the time. Somehow they tracked down Large Professor to come through and put on a Darth Vader outfit. And then he takes off the helmet and this Large Professor. I am your father. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, are yeah. you? Technically, kind of, yeah. you are. Yeah. But, um, but um, the only time I've ever done a cosplay was uh, they also bought me like the crazy leather cape and the chest plate and the helmet. Uh, the Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Oh. So I walked around 4040. 
you know, we're all just we're just having fun. It's a private event. Yep. So I'm walking around 4040, half cosplayed as Darth Vader. I had on the Polo 04 ski shirt with the chest plate over it and the <laughs> leather cape with the Darth the top half of the Darth Vader helmet. Sounds like a Dallas Penn outfit. <laughs> yeah, it was very it was very Dallas Penn. Yes. Somebody takes a picture and then an engineer uh that I work with a lot puts a blog post on uh Right, so I'm like, dude, this was a family and friends thing. So now the internet thinks yes. that I'm out there playing with Captain Planet figures <laughs> and playing Bionic 6 on with like the, the rings and the Dakota rings and sitting there in my house transforming Transformers on a, <laughs> in, a, in, a in a sandbox <laughs> at 20-something, 30-something years old. And I'm just like, no. I'm just in touch with the things that made me who I am. Right. But I'm not sitting there, fight, oh, yeah. go, go, no. So what's that a long way to say you're not going to cosplay? No, I'm not. All right. <laughs> no, I, no, actually, no, if I would, and let, me, let me think about this. I think if I would, it would have to be an occasion. New York Comic Con. I would not do it at Comic Con. It would be a private friends and family thing. Hmm. And we would all have to do it. And maybe I would do, maybe I would, I would get some, I would start, I used to train ninjutsu. So I would start my ninjutsu training over and maybe just do Batman. I don't know. All right. This guy is training with Ray Ghoul just to, <laughs> yeah. just cosplay. to cosplay. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, well, that's how you, if you're going to go there, like, I got to make the entrance. I got to crash through the ceiling. I got to do flips. And then, but then I might do a hybrid of the two because then I got to shoot arrows. Bang, 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 bang. Are you going into real ass yeah, I'm kill, I'm, I'm, I might kill a couple people if I cosplay. Um, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really a cosplay kind of guy. We'll go with that one. Um, what would your spirit animal be? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know a, f- a flying fox. <laughs> you ever seen a flying fox? No. Google like a flying fox. What? It's one of the scariest animals you'll ever see. <laughs> They're basically like giant, like four foot bats. Wow. Oh, no. They only live in Australia. I've seen that joint. Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's that. horrifying. It is. Yeah, no, re- no, no, yeah. no. Re- realistically, though, it would probably just be a lion, just because a lion eats things and kills things. I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I, I, I couldn't tell you. No right. more. If you had any one superpower, what would it be? To do anything I wanted, because then I could make any superpower I wanted later on. Later on down the line. Like, oh, I need. I need Magneto today. All right, I need all that. Actually, so I guess it would be Homegirl. Rogue. Yeah, Rogue. All Just, right. I touch so you, you could touch. Nah, but you know what, though? Because Because she has to touch it. Yeah. And you might not want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it for like, the what crap. If what if your superpower is superpower semen? Now I got to touch your penis. I might not want to touch Stop! that. Stop! Stop! You going to touch it or not? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Cameron is rogue. Yeah. How did we get here? How did we no, if get I, if here? I, if I had to have a superpower, it would be um, it would actually be probably be the superpower, the superpower. I'm sorry, to just um cure any disease or ailment. Oh, okay. There we That's go. Good. Very nice. I like that one. That's all I would it would be. 
awesome. Very you know, good. And get, potentially give people the power to live through their illnesses, their ailments, and just um, do what they're meant to do in life. Nice one. Nice. That's that's very good of you. And that is it for the Brap segment. Just, you made it through. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's about it for this episode. Thank you, Just, for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. Uh, real quick. Pause. Yeah, before we oh, wrap God. it. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Before we wrap it all up. I uh, just want to say this Thursday you can catch me and Just Blaze at Webster Hall mm. alongside Tony Touch. Pro Era. Pro Era. Wow. Joey Vashti, Badass. Uh, man, Vashti's in the house. Uh, Will Gates. Will Gates, DJ Slink, Dirty South Joe, Jasmine Solano, Mellow X, Electric Punani. It's going to be crazy. Going to be crazy. Yep. So, so come through. Persistence definitely overcomes resistance because I swear to God, Ben, I mean... Email me every Monday. <laughs> yo, figure anything out yet? <laughs> yo, yo, let me get on. Like, let me slide up in you. <laughs> like me, how? Let me like, get that. <laughs> let me hashtag, slide up in them DMs. Hashtag save Ben I mean. Save yeah. Ben I mean saves himself. But no, nah, yes. but yeah, no, nah, but he, he, yes. I, I was actually in the middle of emailing him like we're still figuring it out. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And I think even in the email it says, "Hey, we're still figuring it out." Oh, yeah. wait a minute! Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> are you um are, are you available next Thursday? You know, because uh, I want I figured if I want to do it, I want to do it on a night where you would get a good amount of shine because there are other guests coming through. Mm-hmm. So it all made sense. That's party night too, oh, New it's, York. It's you bet, yo, you, are you coming out? I should, right? But I this this Thursday this next Thursday. Thursday. I'm not gonna be here. Where are you gonna be? My sister's getting married. On Thursday? Aww. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 You can't you can't miss that. No. No. Didn't um, you you got married what, like last year, two years ago? Yeah, last year in August. Man, it's wedding season for y'all. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get it popping. Shoot. I need I need Well Tatiana won't be there, but the rest of New York City no. come through Webster Hall this Thursday night. Thank you once again, Just Blaze, for coming on the show. No doubt. Anything else, Tatiana, before we get out of here? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Thanks for having me. Love, as always. Thank you. God bless and good night. I'm back to work. Peace.